Hi, I'm Kate. And I'm Mandy. And this is Love Sober. The podcast for the sober and sober curious. Hi and welcome back to Love Sober, the podcast for the sober and sober curious. And we're delighted to be talking about Christmas in this podcast. We're doing three episodes to on the run-up to Christmas. And we're delighted because Sainsbury's are very kindly sponsoring our episodes. Um, so we're going to be talking about how to thrive and not just survive the Christmas period. Um, and we've, we really are genuinely delighted, actually, because since we stopped drinking alcohol and we were on the search for alcohol-free products, we know that they are genuinely a great destination for alcohol-free products. And they're a bit of a champion of the cause. So, you know, we're all about the sober revolution. So, um, yeah, so big up to Sainsbury's. But first of all, before we crack on with our how to boss this sober season... Um, we'll do our check-in. So, hi, Mandy. How are you doing? Hello. Yes, I'm not too bad. Yep. As you say, you're sort of slowly wearing me down with your Christmas joy that uh, my bar humbugness is starting to wane slightly. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm. Yeah. I'm, I'm good. I'm. I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful for this Christmas period. Um, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm I'm pretty good. I sort of feel quite reflective today. Um and I do yeah, I'm quite I'm I feel quite grateful that I can work from home. And I you know, just to be cotched in and have the socks on uh, and this time of year. So it always makes me think about people who don't have homes. I have to say, um, and it does make me feel really, really grateful. So yeah, I'm in a little bit of a reflective mood today. Mm. Yeah. yeah, well, that's um, we're going to talk about a bit later, isn't it? But I think when we think about when we change um, from thinking, you know, what Christmas is supposed to look like, and what then, and looking at what Christmas really means to us, it's two very different things sometimes. And I mm. that that part of being grateful and um, and giving a little care and a bit of um, attention to the 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 wider world, you know, is 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 a value of mine about Christmas. So I mm. I totally get that to sort of be reflective. Um, so yeah, we're delighted that um, uh, Sainsbury's uh, is sponsoring these these podcasts because, as you said at the beginning, um, they really have got a great range of alcohol-free drinks, and it's been like right from the beginning. I've been constantly surprised because obviously I live abroad, and so and I've shopped at Sainsbury's my whole life. So whenever I come home, it's like one of those things you do. Like when people come to France, they want to go to the Yves Marche. And when I come home, I want to go to Sainsbury's and just sort of get, you know, those sort of familiar things from home. And their choice has grown so much. Um, and I mean, we've been on and off this sober journey for about six, seven years. And so we really have that reflection of seeing how the market's changed. And mm. it's brilliant the sort of um the different choices I was just looking a moment ago and I didn't realize they had so much kombucha choice which I absolutely love so and we've 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 selected a few drinks that we're going to talk about specifically that we really like um throughout these three episodes but today's topic is um kind of looking at self-care and 
so retreats mm. uh, so tell us tell us about that because I well, know this is your favorite subject oh it really <laughs> is it really is <laughs> because one of my core values is to bring the sparkle and enjoyment and fun um but also yeah that that self-care and and I think it's very important for this time of year uh or for a handful of reasons because when we stop drinking there is because it's almost like okay well you're you're stopping doing something so what are you going to fill it with and it's really important when it's been linked to all of our treats and rewards as well our reward centers um to to really reward ourselves and treat ourselves um and so we kind of if we add in if we adopt that idea of adding in we can really fortify ourselves we can boost our happiness levels we can cheer ourselves up um and so i'll start off with with self-care that is so part of sober treats that part of self-care is about the sober treats but also it's so that we don't get depleted at this time of year as well so we've got as Rebecca Weller said to get through this period with um uh, grace and good humor which when you're starting out sober and your first Christmas that's like well how is that possible but mm. with a bit of planning um and with some real proactive, I think really proactive tools about when you dial it down or when you what you fill up with and how you reframe, we can actually have a really successful time and really, really surprise ourselves. So we know we'll get through it, but we can actually do it with good humour and we can actually enjoy ourselves. And I know we're seeing that on our sober group on Mighty Networks as well, that people are actually, once you start going, do you know what, should we just get our sparkly hats on? Shall we just have a think about what mocktails we might like? Shall we have a bit of a thing? Like if you're going out, do you want to be a bit of a detective and why don't you feed back to us? Like what you found out. If we can just start having a bit of fun and get away from that rabbit in headlights feel and shake it up a bit we can actually really have quite a good time so that that's the idea behind this kind of prep for the christmas period um yeah and something you were we we talked about and i'd just like to pick up on is that kind of um getting stuck in headlights feeling and and that's something we kind of identified that's because it's so sort of full-on and and so overwhelming people get stuck and you know and if you're going back to sort of neuroscience of that kind of fight like freeze thing that that is that sort of like you know I don't know what to do therefore I get stuck and therefore you revert back to old patterns and behaviors um even though you don't want to and so it's that kind of like keeping yourself on uh, the right track really mm. by prepping by self-care so you don't get to that point where you're like I don't know what to do in this situation and there's yeah. too much going on and Christmas is t- too full of so many different emotions that I'm just going to drink um, yeah so it's really important you know on on lots of levels just to kind of yeah and and I mean I am a convert to the the, to the sort of treat idea in the sense that you're um it's about kind of giving yourself a gold star essentially you know if you're looking back to how you would sort of treat kids in a positive you know educational way it would be like you did a good job here's a gold star the reward system goes ping like brilliant if I do that again I'm gonna get a gold star 
And so you continue that behavior. And so by, you know, adding in little treats along the way, you're saying, right, I got sober. I stayed sober today. Ping. Gold star me. We need to design an app that does that every day you get goes ping. (laughs) Yeah, I'll license that copyright. uh, (laughs) So um, you said that you found a really lovely advent calendar, self-care advent calendar. So what were some of the things that it suggested just to kind of give you some some love and and care? Because there's there's that idea, isn't there, of treats always having to cost money. And I loved this advent calendar that I found online and it was uh, a teacher's organization and it was about looking after your staff which I just thought was really lovely I have to try and find the linker and put it on there and so these are things that we talk about in terms of treats and treats can just be giving yourself a moment or they can be adding in an activity and that's how they link with self-care they don't mean that that at the end of the day you've just got to go oh now I've got a kind of huge financial hangover because I've treated myself to you know whatever I won't mention any brands because that would be unfair. Um, But yeah, you know what I mean. Mm. So some of these I really like. So day number one was make yourself a luxury hot chocolate and relax. Then number two, go for a walk and enjoy the beauty of nature. Uh, Three, this is nice. Call a friend you haven't spoken to for a while. Four, sit back and relax and read your favourite book. Grab some popcorn Watch your favourite Christmas film. This is cool. I love this. Get a bird feeder and place it near a window. And that's something my daughter and I always go, oh, it's getting cold. Let's feed the birds. And that feels like a lovely kind of, what's the word, kind of custodian kind of thing to do. Um, Relax in a bath filled with your favourite products. We could add, add in there that you could have a disco bath. Yeah. Because you can get those floating balls that have the strobe lights and sort of waterproof speakers and <laughs> make sure they're waterproof so that you don't electrocute yeah. yourself because that would be bad. That would be not could be a good Christmas. Um, what else? Light a, light a scented candle, do something creative, book yourself a weekend away for next year. Um, could be, there's, I quite like this idea, teach yourself some mocktail recipes. Mm. because that feeds into being very too prepping for things as well so that's quite useful in terms of a sober thing so you might get out your kalenio or your what was mm. it the the the, the celtic soul yeah that's um, a new one yeah yeah and you can get both so of those does, yeah. at sainsbury's and mix them up with your just have a play and there's a few books out I've, i know there's an alcohol free cocktail book out and i can link mm. that as well because i've got that so yeah, so there's just lots of kind of ideas. I mean, we like... Well, the other thing that I would say um, is to have a look at things on offer. Because you know when, we, when we've when we been used to drinking, we always say this, you get used to prioritising that as the activity. And mm. actually, so you might overlook that kind of lovely winter walk and looking at the berries and the holly because you're, you're, wanting, you're focusing on getting to the pub. So it's kind of about being, I suppose, being in that moment or doing activities like, you know, go and go ice skating, go look at the lights, go and kind of add things in there, add things in so you don't feel depleted because there's lots to do. Mm. So we, and I know we're going to talk, aren't we, as well about taking things out because I think this, it's, 
it's very much about a balancing act, isn't it? It's like, well, we can add things in to fortify us, but it's such a period of overwhelm. It's like, but we will need to take some things out. Yeah. So, Just before we go on to that, I wanted to, because I came up with my own treats advent calendar, which was I was quite proud of, because um, I was thinking of if you had, like, if you're not that confident or if there's a big event around Christmas where you have to see lots of family or, you know, maybe you feel like you're outing yourself for the first time as a soap person. Like sometimes we say, you know, um, you know, work the outside in or whatever, mm. you know. Um, and I thought that you could like um, because of all the money that you're saving from not boozing you could like put together your outfit so, so so say like every day you're sort of I don't know buying the nail varnish or the tights or the lipstick or you know I just go I don't know a little bracelet or some earrings or whatever I mean it's I'm talking like party clothes and just sort of build that up so that I, I like that, this idea of kind of building something up and so when you get to the actual Christmas period, you've got that kind of like, ah, that sort of sense of satisfaction that like, you know, I've, I've added in um, with sober treats and now I feel great mm. about my choice to be I love that. sober. And the other thing we, I, I thought about is, is to buy like a non-alcoholic drink every day, you know, so you have when you get to, because part of the thing is that I remember right at the beginning, I mean, I was so obsessed about what I was going to drink, you know, and I mean, thank goodness there are so many more choices now because back in the day it was literally like obscure places online. But I remember my first Christmas, all my presents for my husband was like, I got a new teapot and I got some like posh tea and then he found this like kind of posh juice, organic, um, you know, maker or whatever and I got this box of juices and those were all my kind of presents because it was something that was really really I was really fixated on um so yeah perhaps that's another thing you know you can go to Sainsbury's and buy yourself like a different non-alcoholic drink every day um as a little treat and then when it comes to Christmas then you'll have loads of options um so you won't feel like you're deprived Mm. you know because that's what it's about isn't it yeah, that is. It's. I think that's just really important to not feel like you're, there's any sense of deprivation because mm-hmm. there really isn't, you know. Yeah, and I think that there's what is great about the whole idea, the whole now linking sort of sobriety with this kind of self-care and wellness and knowing how important it is to kind of add in Um and this sort of greater choice that's now available, it, it really does. I think that there really is that sense of it's it's not. You don't have to feel like you're missing out because there's just so much, mm. like, gorgeous stuff. And we were talking, weren't we, about, um, I mean, if you go and have a look, there's the, the Merchant's Heart bottles of tonic. There's, like, a pink pepper tonic. There's a ginger um you know a ginger beer one Mm. and they are really beautiful and it was like it sort of sat in the palm of my hand and I looked at it and I felt really nice and it wasn't kind Mm. of some rubbish like warm orange juice in a kid's glass it was like well like you can have your lovely fancy glasses and you can have your pretty bottles and they're affordable and do you know what I mean so I, I just think 
it's no it's no point sort of it's like why don't we work with it i love that it's like working with it rather than against it it's like okay i don't yeah, want to feel all the uh, want to feel that spirits thing. their bottles are are beautiful, beautiful yeah. they've really yeah really really worked on that and um and i like the dash um flavoured water the cans they're mm. really pretty as well the raspberry one I recommend yeah um, I do <laughs> and I like it um as well because I think this time of year I mean we'll go we'll be talking about sort of parties and stuff and hosting a bit more next week and the week after but I think there's that thing about when you get totally sugared out as well with mm. mince pies and everything so to have that kind of fresh but it's a bit more than a glass of water and those and they just still feel like treats so yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Um, and what about, so the, the other activities, you know, and we're talking about like Christmas being about, one of the difficulties being about high days, holidays, joy, connection. Um, and we've been very used to um, linking all of that with alcohol. So where do we get all of this joy, all of this connection from and this you know that that kind of celebratory feel if we're not drinking yeah I mean we've been talking about this a lot haven't we this is a real a real realization um that socializing and connection are not necessarily the same thing you know it's like when you're put in a social situation and you're face to face with someone everyone has their own kind of agenda and they're all bringing their own kind of conversations to the table and there's all the kind of relationship dynamics and you know it's pretty complicated really to be in a social situation whereas and sometimes can feel very disconnected you know um and I guess that's why alcohol is thrown in as this kind of it's called a social lubricant you know it's kind of (laughs) to smooth it all out Whereas essentially, if we took a step back and go, oh, right, that's probably, I just probably shouldn't be hanging out with you or <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> I don't um, like you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, or, um, or this activity, what we're doing together makes me uncomfortable or I can't hear you because it's too noisy or, mm. you know, it's, I can't see you because it's too dark. I mean, it's it's all those things we kind of just smooth over. It's just like, oh, well, you know, we drink and just push ourselves we, through We it. do Whereas... actually put ourselves in really uncomfortable environments mm. and very stressful environments and overwhelming on a sensory yeah. processing level and then wonder why we feel all tense and a bit angsty and then we drink to kind of get rid of mm. those feelings. Yeah, I mean... Kids, when you look at kids, they're a really good sort of um, indicator of, of how to connect well. I mean, you know, at a party they'll dance and if not, they want to run around outside or, you know, they want to sing or they want to do something, you know. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, what else can you do? What else is on? Going to a show, a pantomime, going to, you know, I, skating. I went, yeah, I went to see the Nutcracker with my daughter last year and it was absolutely magical you know so I'd much rather save up and do one thing like that rather than just sort of yeah sort of being in kind of random I guess it's picking and choosing if you're talking about sort of letting go of a few things or self-care in terms of retreating a little bit then yeah I guess it's 
it's sort of going with your gut. And if you've been invited to sort of four parties, there's going to be one that you really want to go to because it's full of your friends and the people that you really love. And then there's going to be probably two that you really don't want to go to and one that kind of like you don't really feel much about or you feel obliged. And it's like, well, listen to that information, you know, that your gut's telling you and and do what you really want to do and don't feel, you know, obliged or that you should. Um, And just just say you're busy, you know, just just opt out. I think that's really important. Like this, uh, I saw a really lovely post. I think it was on Facebook, um, which I've shared. And it was kind of about the wisdom of the seasons and the wisdom of winter. And it really spoke to me because I thought, actually, you know, it sounds a bit hippie, but all of these are really good tools for kind of keeping us balanced so that we don't get overwhelmed, stressed out, and then, you know, just kind of drink because we're overwhelmed and and it was sort of talking about what you talk about your woman cave and added this little picture of a bear in one like little underground pod and then in the other bit of the burrow there was a girl having a hot chocolate and knitting and it and the post was something that said something like winter is naturally kind of introspective and we see it as harsh because we're really we force ourselves out and at a time that 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 naturally it is inward turning and animals go into hibernation and we want to kind of retreat a little bit. We are sort of encouraged to distract with bright lights and lots of consumerism and lots of music and lots of loud. Mm. And it's kind of, I mean, way back when we were, we are a feasting, you know, in that kind of Northern hemisphere sort of winter, we, we are, it is in our kind of culture to feast and to huddle. But there might have been one of those kind of yeah. situations around the community and around food. Um, and also there'd be lots of kind of, yeah, being inwards uh, and trying to keep warm. And I really liked that. I thought that that was quite wise. And, and when we're encouraged to go out so much, just to take a leaf out of that and go, actually, let's embrace the hugger, you know. Mm. We can go out and have coffee with our with with friends um, and have a kind of a quieter conversation. We don't have to force ourselves out into the bright lights when everything in in us is just kind of crying out for our Netflix and you know hot water bottle. <laughs> yeah. That's allowed, even though it's a run up to Christmas. It is actually allowed. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. And it's like that doesn't mean that you don't go out at all. But it's it's that thing of of yeah listening in to what you want and you know there might be that one that one time that of course you want to go and you can get dressed up and you know I love sometimes sort of yeah getting my glad rags on and you know Mm. and and my heels on and and having all that but I'm not going to do it every weekend you know and 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 I'm not 20 anymore either so it's like respecting my 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 work-life balance and and all those other things you know it's sort of not going bonkers just because you're being expected to be bonkers isn't it as well like that what goes up must come down idea that we were talking about that if you're going if you if you don't because we have I love that phrase like stay in your own lane and boss your own game because a lot of a lot of wrongness 
in so many ways coming comes from when we get when we get off our kind of path and misaligned mm. and imbalanced doesn't it and we sort of go into crisis mode and I can feel myself in shops suddenly in a frenzy and suddenly picking up lots of pairs of something when I don't need them or three for one or two for one or and like buying ridiculous presents and I'm literally I'm I'm kind of caught up in the momentum of it and I think that thing about coming back down and, and building in time like look at your calendar and build in bits of time out so that you can just exhale and get a little bit of a grip I think that's like really yeah, important especially for us kind of mums if we're like doing the preps for things if we're having to buy for the kids you know there's scheduling and prepping in there mm. that can really head off the overwhelm isn't there yeah and I think part of that is this you know is the the overconnectedness of this kind of world you know that we're getting these snapshots of parties and you know it is I mean probably the worst time of year for FOMO um and I mean I definitely just kind of try to leave social media alone at this time of year especially because I live abroad Mm. and I had a really you know interesting thing last year that I was in a whatsapp because you know I, I moved away from where I grew up well my parents I left when I was 18, but my parents left when I was 30 and that had a big impact on my mental health because I couldn't go back to where I grew up anymore. And and part of that was this kind of big reunion at Christmas where everyone would go back to Stroud and everyone would be there. And all of a sudden I wasn't there and it was very painful to me. Mm. And last year I was driving along and I was like literally having the nicest day I was with my daughter and like having a great chat we'd just been to the Christmas market we bought some nice treats etc and someone had included me on a whatsapp group uh, of friends and they were getting on the train and getting off the train and they were all arranging where to meet in what pub the pub that we always drank on you know when we were younger and, and all of a sudden I was just got this overwhelming like oh my you know I'm missing out and oh blah, blah, blah. I was just like, I don't need to know this information. Mm. Like, not only is it a snapshot, and I know, you know, and so I, I phoned another friend, and I was like, you know, this is freaking me out. And she was like, put it in context. Like, remember how it's going to end. Like, remember yeah. where they actually are. Remember, you know, how far you've come. You, you know, you don't want to be there. Remember, they're doing the same thing we did when we were eighteen. And so I was like, yeah, okay. And and then I was just like, you know what? I don't need that spoiling my day. So I was just like, said Mm. to them, I was like, guys, no offense, but I'm not there. So I really don't need to be in this conversation. And so I just left the group and, you know, and then I could carry on having a really lovely time with my daughter. So I, I do think there's a lot to be said from just removing yourself from these things that can trigger something, which is just rubbish, you know? So it's Um, about protecting your kind of, protecting your headspace because there's a lot of noise isn't there this time of year though it's like there's a lot of there's a lot of messages everywhere culturally and like you say on social media and stuff on tv about and there's a lot of shoulds Mm. um and so I think that's one of the kind of big sober tools isn't it to carve out that 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 space and put a few boundaries in there, like almost like, you know, like a little sober fortress, knowing that there are going to be lots and lots and lots of the the, the storms will come and pass. And the other yeah. thing is to kind of like part of that was playing it forward. It's like, well, how will the party end? 
well, how is it going to be after Christmas? Like these, the, the trouble with high days mm. and the, the amount of importance we put on them is that actually, well, the next day you're still going to be in your life and are you going to be having, a, a, you know, you're going to be regretting your decision or are you going to be proud of your decision? So it's having that, you know, that bit of, it, I suppose it is that bit of grit and discipline about it, which is quite hard and doesn't fit with the cultural message of mm. feasting and hedonism. So it's like, okay, just realise that there are those messages if you can and just maybe get some extra quitlet on board, listen to some more podcasts, um, you know, reach out to the sober community. Maybe if you can book in, what I remember the first year that I, I did, I booked in um, a meeting with soberistas just after Christmas and I thought, well, I can't drink over Christmas because what will I say to them? So there's that yeah. little bit of accountability in there as well. So all of those can help just hold you a little bit more, can't they, over the period yeah, I mean, we actually met, didn't we? Because you you set up a uh, a thread on a sober forum for the Christmas, yeah. and it was, and we're doing that on our mighty networks this year, um, just to sort of talk about it and day in day out. And that's how I remember because I sort of liked you, and you had this sparkly bobble hat, and I wanted the same. And then we had this whole thing about that, and then finally, kind of, you know, found this thread, and there was about. 20 of us I think yeah and you know and it was just day in day out like oh this happened and now we've got this and and that helped so much but also that kind of glee and 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 focusing on the kind of jomo of just like having someone say oh my goodness I'm so glad I wasn't there and oh my goodness (laughs) like you know and the duvet fortress and the pajama armor that we talked about (laughs) and taking photos of our Christmas stocks and yeah you know, I, there is a lot to be said for for Jomo, and especially yeah. as like a, a rebel, you know, that kind of in me really helped because it was like, you know what, like I'm, I am going to respect every month of the year, not just these sort of high periods. Mm. Like I'm not going to be over the top about it because I want to enjoy January and I want yeah. to not feel rubbish. And that's what, you know, I really struggled with this high day holiday thing I mean every time I quit drinking was either at the end of the summer or just after Christmas because I couldn't cope like my drinking would just go out of control and so I love that thing now just it's like it's nice you know I like it but I also like every other month Mm. you know and it's it's not this again this goes back to this getting frozen feeling like it's not this huge deal even though it feels like a big deal like it is just another day well you know what I think that ODAT is really good for that is that you know the one day at a time because actually I think a lot of this is sort of um, well there's that delicate balance between seeing it as just one day at a time but also prepping for an impending high day Mm. Um, but actually it is only one day that is but actually so if we're doing what's lovely about the advent calendar is if we're treating ourselves and congratulating ourselves every single day we're just getting you know we are getting stronger and stronger and we're getting ready exactly so um the only other thing the last thing that I was going to think about in terms of the self-care toolkit really is the odd curveball Mm. Um, and for me it was Christmas tree day 
So I had, the first year I was sober, I had a real meltdown on Christmas tree day because I always drank Baileys when I put up the Christmas tree and Mm. I didn't. And for some reason, I thought about other situations, but I hadn't thought about that. And I didn't have anything in because I wasn't just, I just was like, right, okay, well, I'll just put up the Christmas tree. So if I had had a lovely alcohol-free alternative... Mm. then you know I don't even know if I knew about the AF like I'm going to plug the AF Sainsbury's AF is again now because I just love it so much and that was my my go-to the um the white fizzy fizz yeah um but yeah so just think about you you might get the odd day which is really awful but it won't but then you'll come back out of it because you'll do that day and then you'll feel much better about it and that will build mm. your confidence don't let that knock you off and think oh the whole thing will be awful but that might be quite a good exercise to think about like if you do have i mean because i i have i've rejected all tradition of christmas so like we never eat the same thing like you know, I've kind of, I, I guess that was my solution was just to throw it all up in the air. So I don't have any of those like, oh, well, we always used to do that. It's like, well, we never do the same thing anymore. So it doesn't matter, you know, like whatever used to be doesn't exist anymore. But if you do want to keep to those tr- traditions of like, well, we always do this in the morning and then we have this and we always eat this on this day, then think about those, you know, what you used to drink and think about mocktail because you can make anything alcohol free these days like there's amazing mocktail recipes online um and yeah have a think about that maybe in your prep just be like okay well um i know there is a bailey i mean we can probably find it and and link Mm. it because i know there is a bailey's there's a recipe there's a recipe recipe. on it's not a product is it but i know no yeah yeah and there's a mold i know there's a, a nice way that you can make mold wine kind of with cranberry juice and so that there definitely are ways to sort of yeah yeah there yeah, are prep that yeah. i'd say as well get into the botanicals because um you know if you have juniper berries or star anise and actual mm. cinnamon sticks you can kind of make really really beautiful drinks mm. um so that's quite a nice twist on things so rather than just always just buy a certain thing you can you can add in um yeah to those yeah, so that is really, isn't it? It's a bit about kind of prep, a bit about dialing down, a bit about adding in. And I guess, you know, like we always say, it's a kind of a bespoke patchwork of kind of what you need. And it it begins with like asking what works for you. And so don't get blindsided by yeah. the bright lights and the glitz and the busyness. Like I think really my, my tip of the day would definitely be to just take that bit of time out and brainstorm a bit Mm. um yeah and and really and and part of that prep you know we've been saying that is to kind of um get some alcohol free drinks and start you know tasting and seeing what you like I mean we've done quite a lot of tasting for these episodes um and you know that there's Kalenio, which we really liked, and we were going to talk with Millie next week. She's Sober Girl Society about some of the mocktails um, to do with that. Um, and we've actually got a special offer, which is fantastic for our listeners. So um, there are 200 free um, 
bottles of Sainsbury's ginger mule mocktail uh, to be claimed. So um, the details are on a link in our show notes. So what you need to do is you need to um, go onto the Sainsbury's online shop um and make sure you have an account uh, i think the minimum spend is 25 pounds um and then you can claim your sainsbury's ginger mule mocktail which we chose especially because it's large well, it's one yeah <laughs> because it, it's not too sweet it's it's versatile like you can put it in a mocktail or you can drink it by itself um and yeah, so the the code will expire on the thirty first of December. So and it's one do... per customer, isn't it? You can't go in and yeah. get the, all the two hundred. <laughs> Unfortunately, it doesn't quite work. <laughs> yeah, so please go and claim it because um, they're there for you. So all the terms and conditions are on our show notes. Um, so yeah, um, look after yourselves. I suppose is the message, and and focus on self care and focus on sort of what you want you know what are your values um and what are your your expectations rather than the expectations that are put upon you um so we should probably wrap up kate what's your um tip of the day my tip of the day is to take that time out and to do a bit of a mind map about i think it it's such a, a busy time that it can feel very, very scrambled and overwhelming, like we've said. So my way of of getting that out of my head would be literally just to take a really big roll of paper and just brain dump all of it. It could be, you know, the overwhelm, it, it's the joy, it could be, um, you know, the, the, the stress of the, the turkey, it could be the bright lights, it could be positives and negatives but everything that Christmas brings up for you just gets dumped down so it's out Mm. of your head and then you can have a think about your values about like you were saying what what does it actually mean to you what do you love about it and what do you want to avoid and the last Mm. bit was like try and identify your curveballs or your trigger days um and lastly I suppose have an overview of the calendar and and just dialed some down, like, you know, don't have two parties back-to-back, say. Mm. You know, because you're going to get knackered and your inner toddler will start screaming at you. And yeah. that's not, not fun for anyone. And then the inner toddler screams whine at you and you're not respecting your boundaries. And it's, you know, it, it can be avoided. That's the danger zone, yeah. It is the danger sure. zone. Good one. What about you? Um... My tip of the day, uh, I guess, yeah, I mean, we've spoken about it really, but it's that, um, yeah, the, it's going back to this sort of perfectionism or letting go that we've been talking about over the last couple of months. It's just like there are no rules, you know, um, and there's no one with CCTV um, watching inside your home um judging you about what your Christmas looks like you know and it's about you and your family and you know if you don't want to cook don't cook if you are if you don't want to be on your own you know then you can find places or or be with other people you know there's just if you want to be with friends you don't want to be with family like there there are always options I suppose Mm. um so yeah just let go of shoulds what about your reason yeah, to love sober? I like, I like the let go of shits. 
there's a lot of shoulds around this time oh, of year goodness, so I think yeah. that's like a key key message definitely um my reason to love sober is um my, my skin is looking really quite fabulous at the moment <laughs> I have had people mention it actually and you know we often talk about the deep meaningful things like well I'm so grateful <laughs> And I'm feeling very present. But actually, you know what? I really like the fact that my breath smells nice and that my skin is really cracking. So, That's yeah. a good one. Mm. For the party season. Yes. <laughs> my reason to love sober is that I will never do a works party drunk again because I have... <laughs> I mean, that would be a whole other podcast of the terrible, terrible, terrible mm. things <laughs> that I've done and said and text and, um, yeah, mm. and, oh, dear. So, yes, thank goodness <sighs> that, oh, yeah. Oh, I laugh at that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's certainly, certainly, um, certainly is better. So. Yeah. Thanks for that, dude. <laughs> and now have images that I don't want in my head but in um, if you're immediately concerned about your drinking then um, just our key message I suppose every week is just to reach out and whether it's your doctor whether it's uh, you know on Soberistas as an anonymous ask the doctor service there's alcohol change with agencies of local support uh, um, there's plenty of online support lots of um, groups on social media Um so you you can reach out or you can get in touch with us info at lovesober.com but don't feel like you have to struggle alone because you don't um and so take care and we'll see you next week for more chat bye bye